on there yet? Okay, good, good. We have several people that, uh, quite a few that watch on Facebook. It's so good to see you all. Glad you're here today. Does anybody know what we've been talking about on Sunday mornings? Blessing. Blessing. The blessing of the Lord. And uh, let's conclude that this morning. And, uh, you know, we've said so much to you in the previous sessions about the blessing of the Lord. We've seen how the Lord, you know, how Jesus was made a curse for us on the cross and the blessing of Abraham would come upon us when we place our faith in Jesus. And uh, we've seen how God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And uh, we've noted that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. You know, that means an abundant supply, rich in every area of your life, not just financially, but every area. And he adds no sorrow with it. And then we looked at several Bible characters who had the blessing of the Lord on them. We noticed how God would bless others that would even get around those people. And uh, remember Joseph, how God blessed uh, pe- people that, that, that Joseph, you know, when Joseph would come into their life. You know, I think even in the prison, God blessed uh, blessed even the prison and, and Potiphar's house. But just because Joseph was there. So you have the blessing of God on you wherever you go, God will bless. And... Uh, uh, so, so we, we, we looked at many Bible characters, and then we noted that, uh, that whom God has blessed, no one can successfully curse. Amen. And we saw that with you know, Balaam and Balak. I think we looked at that last week. And then, of course, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 is the verse we've been using as our main verse here. And uh, the Bible says, I call heaven and earth to witness... Today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. So uh, we notice that there is a parallel that runs in the Bible. Blessing and cursing. Blessing and cursing. A parallel that runs in the Bible of blessing and cursing. And blessing and cursing, life and death has been set before all of us. And then God gives us a helpful hint. What are we supposed to choose? We're supposed to choose life and blessing that we may live. And also the blessing of the Lord. You know, the choices we make not only affect us, but it affects our family. And uh, and it says right here that both you and your descendants may live. So, so, uh, again, a helpful hint from the Lord. Blessing and cursing has been set before us. Life and death. Choose blessing. Choose life. You'll be blessed and it will affect your family, and, and others around you. Uh, and remember we talked about one of the coolest examples of all of this, blessing and cursing, was when we talked about Mount Gerizim. Remember that Mount of Blessing? And how many remembers that Mount Ebal, that Mount of Cursing? And the, the priest read the blessings, and those on Gerizim said amen, and then he read, they read the cursings, and those on Mount Ebal said amen. And I tell you what, and then remember Mount Gerizim was a lush mountain, and Mount Ebal was just rocky and, and stony and and barren. I don't know about you, but I want to live on Mount Gerizim as opposed to Mount Ebal. I want to live in the blessing of the Lord. But now, as we conclude this series today, I want to look at one of the biggest determining factors about the choice we make to either walk in the blessing of the Lord and experience life or to walk in curse and death, cursing and death. 
What we're going to talk about today is such a big, big factor as to which you're going to walk in, blessing or cursing. And it's a choice we all make. And it's found in James chapter 3 and verse 8. Now, remember James, was, was he was the Lord's half-brother. Remember that. He was born, you know, Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. But James was born of Mary and Joseph. He, uh, of, of Jesus's, you know, Jesus had brothers and sisters. You know, that were born of Mary and Joseph. Jesus had no biological father. You, you understand all that. But of his younger brothers, James was the oldest. And James did not believe on the Lord during the Lord's ministry. But after he was raised from the dead, James became a believer. The Lord appeared to him, you know. He became a believer. You know, the Lord appeared to him after he was raised from the dead. And James became a believer. And he was a pastor of a, of a mega church there in Jerusalem, you know. And as he writes here, he's writing to Christians at large. And, uh, and notice here. And again, this, what we're going to talk about, is, is a determining factor, in my opinion, as to what we're going to walk in. The blessing of the Lord in life or cursing and death. Right here it is. Verse 8, James 3, 8. But no man can tame the tongue. I'll say a little bit more about that in a moment. It's an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Now watch this. With it, with our tongue, we bless our God and Father, and with it, with that same tongue, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Now you think about how true that is. Let's read it again. Verse 8. No man can tame the tongue. Say more about that in a moment. It, the tongue, is, a, is an unruly evil. Full of deadly poison. With it, with the tongue, our tongue, we bless our God and Father. And with it, with that same tongue, we curse people. Who have been made in the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth proceeds. See that parallel? Blessing and cursing. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. And then he says here, he says, My brethren, speaking to Christians, these things ought not to be so. What ought not to be so? What ought not to be so is that we should be blessing God. Let me say it another way. We should be blessing God, but we should not be cursing people. We should be blessing the Lord, but we should be cursing people. And, and James being a pastor, I believe he saw this. Time and time and time again, where he would see Christians come to church and they would they would sing praises to God, they would bless the Lord, and then they'd go right out of that service and start cursing 
fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord. This is something uh, I've observed since I was a small boy. Back when I was just, just you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And I've observed this over a quarter of a century of pastoring, where I've, where I've observed Christians. It's a long time now. And I've watched it in other churches, as I've been guest minister in other churches and worked with uh, a lot of different churches and a lot of different pastors back many years ago. And, and, uh, and, and I've watched this where Christians would come to church on Sunday. Now they're born again and even baptized with the Holy Spirit, certainly. They'd come to church and they'd sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. And they'd just bless the Lord and praise the Lord. And, and then they'd go out after that service or you'd see them during the week. And out of that same mouth that blessed the Lord on Sunday morning, you'd, you'd, hear, you'd hear some of the vilest things come out. Some of the vilest things, curse, cursing people. See, there's that, there's that parallel, blessing and cursing that, that runs parallel in the Bible. And, 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 you know, we ought to all have blessing coming out of our mouth toward the Lord. But he said, these things ought not so to be. What's that? I want to review it with you. We ought to be blessing the Lord, but we should not be what? Cursing people. Now, one might say, I, well, pastor, I don't cuss. I don't, I don't use profanity. Well, that's not altogether what I'm talking about. We'll clarify that here in just a moment. But, but speaking of profanity, I've seen that as well. Again, as a young boy, I'm thinking of one particular person that this, uh, this person went to church Almost every Sunday. Almost every Sunday. And then now I'm talking, I'm just 7, 8, 9, 10 years old. They'd go to church every Sunday. And then during the week, I, I mean, you know, I, I've seen, I've seen, what do they say, cuss like a sailor? I've seen sailors that had cleaner mouths than this particular person. I mean, this person just cussed a blue streak up one side and down the other. And I never could, I never understood that. Well, these things ought not so to be. Is that right? And I'm thinking of one particular thing, a person, don't, they don't attend the church now and haven't for quite some time. So don't try to figure out who it is because you never figure it out. But I remember I was in Lowe's right here in Fenton. And uh, I was in there buying something. This goes back several years back, some years back. And I was in there. I was minding my own business. I was in there looking for something, you know. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I, I hear, I mean, some of the foulest language. And the individual was angry at the, one of the attendants. I believe it was in the paint department. And this, this person in the paint, the paint department was getting an earful. And, and, and so, you know, I wasn't paying any attention at first. Then you hear this. This this angry and and then and then it went it, then it went profane and I mean every kind of cuss word every kind and that and, and they call that that paint worker there uh, attended every kind of every kind of name you can think of and that some some you shouldn't think of just every kind of thing and then as I you know you can't help you don't want to hear that stuff you got to remember I used to teach junior high so I mean I've, I've heard every kind of thing you could imagine. And, 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 and so I'm listening and I'm thinking, 
I, the first thought I had is, boy, I feel like I'm back in junior high, teaching junior high. But I mean every kind of, and this pain attendant was getting a, getting a tongue lash and every kind of cuss word you could imagine. And then as I listened a little further, I, I, I thought to myself, that, that voice seems familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, it's really not funny. I thought, that voice seems familiar. And I listened a little more and I, boy, that, that voice seems familiar. And so I couldn't resist. I, I snuck around and I I looked around the corner. And I went, Whoa! Oh my gosh! I just, and I thought, Oh my gosh! I, that's one of my church members for crying out loud. And I thought, I just, That person was in the church just last Sunday worshiping the Lord and singing to the Lord and give at the door praising. You want know, to shake hands at the door as people leave? He prayed. He was praising the Lord and blessing the Lord. And, and then, it, I mean, just within a couple of days, in at Lowe's, cussing the pain attendant out. <laughs> My dear brethren, these things ought not to be so. Mm -hmm. Now, we talk about cussing and profanity, but I'm not convinced that really that's even what he's talking about here, although we shall maybe know we ought to cuss. Okay. <clears throat> we, we, we shouldn't do that. Right. But I think that he clarifies this in James chapter 4 verse 11, makes it more clear what he's talking about. Not I don't, I don't believe he's talking about just cussing somebody out. Now, now certainly we ought to do that. But if you look at James 4 11, he goes on to say, do not speak evil of one another, brethren, talking to, talking to those same Christians. See, we can all understand that we shouldn't be using profanity and cussing people out. We can all understand that. That's a no-brainer. But this, what we're talking about here is really what he's emphasizing the speaking evil of one another. Now, you know as well as I do, if somebody, if a Christian cussed somebody else out, everybody would pick up on that right away and recognize that it shouldn't be done. But how many times do Christians speak evil of one another? Let's say it another way. Talk bad about somebody. Gossip about somebody. Spread a rumor about somebody. Now that's that's as equally as bad as as using profanity, but it's not as recognizable to us, I think, because mm -hmm. uh, so many Christians do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How many you got what I just said there? Yes. So so if we're at Lowe's and we hear a, a, a Christian, you know, cussing somebody out, that's easily recognizable. But if we hear a Christian at lunch after the service or wherever it is, you know, did you hear such and such about so-and-so? Now, they didn't use any profanity, any, any four-letter words or anything like that. But spreading gossip or whatever the case, talking bad, back, backbiting or whatever the case. Now, friends, listen, that's just as bad as using a four-letter word as far as God's concerned. Hello? Yes, amen. And I think, to be honest with you, 
some ways it's worse. Amen. It's ugly before the Lord. And I'm convinced that when we bless the Lord, but turn right around and talk bad about folk or gossip or backbite or whatever it is, I'm convinced at that moment we've made a choice. And what choice have we made? We've made a choice to walk in the curse instead of the blessing. When we, when we talk bad, I'm not talking about cussing somebody out. No, I'm talking about something that's not as nearly as recognizable. But, and, and this is so subtle. Well, did you hear such and such about so and so? Did you hear what's about going on over there? Did you hear what's going on over there? Did you hear, oh, 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 oh did you hear that? I did. Well, you know, I heard, now I'm not sure about this, but, but I heard, and I, but now, now I can't verify it for sure, but so-and-so said so, to so-and-so said to so-and-so, and then they said to me, but see, when, when you give heed to that, and, and I'll go even one better, it's not just a matter of talking it, but listening to it. Listening to it. Come on now. You know, I don't mean overhearing it like I just overheard something at Lowe's, but how many knows what I'm talking about? Hey, I got I to tell you something. Do you know? And then you give heed and listen to that. By participating in that, we make a choice. What has God set before us? Life and death. Blessing and cursing. And when we choose to speak these unsavory things about folk, I'm not even talking about cussing people out now. We make a choice right there. That's where we make a choice. That's where the rubber hits the road in this whole series here. That's where we make a choice. Of Are we going to walk on Mount, uh, Mount Gerizim in the blessing of the Lord? Or are we going to come over on that stony mountain, Mount Ebal, and walk in curse and death? So we ought to bless the Lord and refuse to curse people. We need to bless the Lord and out of that same mouth, we need to what? Bless people. Can, can you say amen? amen? Now, it wasn't just James that dealt with this. If you'll go to 2 Corinthians 12, 20, there were, this, this was something that, that the apostle Paul dealt with in, in different churches. Look real quickly here at 2 Corinthians 12, 20 in the New Living Translation. He says this to this church, born again people here. He says, for I'm afraid that when I come, I won't like what I find. And you won't like my response. I'm afraid that I will find quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, what? Slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorderly behavior. He's talking to Christians here. He's, he's saying, hey, I, I'm concerned that when I show up, I'm going to find your mouth blessing the Lord on Sunday and cursing people during the week. I, I, I'm afraid that when I show up there, I'm going to find you walking in the curse. Why? Because you're blessing God. That's good. But you're cursing people throughout the week. You made the wrong choice. I'm going to find out you made the wrong choice that you're operating in quarreling and slander and gossip. And I'm just directing this at people in here, but there's a lot of people watching on Facebook. I mean, we all need to hear a message like this. Is that right? Yes. This is how we make a choice. Are we going to walk in the blessing or the curse? Mm -hmm. 
We make that choice by refusing to curse people. I don't, I'm not talking about profanity now. You curse somebody when you talk bad about them. You curse somebody when you, when you, when you say unsavory things or, or, or backbite. You understand that? That's where we make a choice. And Paul said, I, I'll put it in my own words. I'm afraid that when I show up there, I'm going to find that you, you, you've made the wrong decision. You're walking in the curse because you're blessing God on Sunday, but you're cursing people throughout the week. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. See, he didn't just deal with this in one church. Here the, we had the church in James now dealt with it, the church in Corinth, now the church in Ephesus. Watch this. Uh, Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, New Living Translation. He says... To the Holy Spirit, speaking through Paul here, says to this church, he says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, what's the, what, what? Slander. Harsh words and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. But notice there that the harsh words and the slander, he's talking to Christians here. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And then in Colossians chapter 3, verse 8, now there's another church, the church in Colossae. A church in Colossae, in, in Colossians 3, 8, New Living Translation. He says, but now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, and watch this, slander and dirty Language or filthy language coming out of your mouth. Well, there he deals with it with cussing, but slander, talking bad about folk, out of that same mouth, that same tongue that blesses the Lord on Sunday, cursing people throughout the week, and I don't mean just cussing at them with profanity, but just talking bad about folk. And I'm going to say it again: when we when we when we do that, when we bless the Lord, as good as that is, but when we talk bad about folk, curse, curse, we're cursing people, should not ought to be. And when we do that, we make a choice to leave Mount Gerizim, come over to Mount Ebal. We've decided to walk in the curse and in death. Now, it's interesting. Many times I've watched this over the many years. A lot of times, Christians won't curse people. And you understand why I say curse people. I'm not here talking about profanity. And I'm not talking about abracadabra putting a spell on somebody. I'm talking here about talking bad about people. Say amen if you understand. Yes. A lot of times people, Christians, will say, well, now look, I'm, I'm not going to talk bad about people unless they talk bad about me. I'm not going to curse somebody unless they curse me. They curse me, I'm going to curse them. But what did Jesus say? He said, bless those who curse you. We ought to listen to the Lord, shouldn't we? Yes. Bless those who curse you. I mean, I, I deal with it. I dealt with it just the other day. And, 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 and I'm leaving here, minding my own business. I got done with my work. I get in my car. I drive out right out to that intersection there, and I'm making a right. There was, a, there was two cars coming, the one I needed to wait for. The other one was well up there. I had plenty of time, lots of time, and uh, plenty of time. The car, one car goes by. I pull out, 
you know, and, and I get about halfway up, up to where that sidewalk, you know, about halfway down the road there before you get to the subdivision. And that, that, that pickup truck that was up behind me, he was sitting right on my bumper. And, and he was he was ruining his engines. I don't even know how you do that, but he was roaring his. Now there was no call for that. I, I was. It's not like I pulled right out in front of the guy. Come on now. I had plenty of time. Right. He, but he. I mean, it was it 35, 40 out there. He must have been going 60 or better. And it, it, what's? And he's right up on my bumper. He's right up on me. And by the time I got up to the subdivision, I was angry. I just got over in the flesh just a little bit. And I wanted to, before I got to the subdivision, I wanted to haul on and hit my brakes just as hard as I could to give them a little surprise. But I didn't do that because I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get rear-ended. And so then I slowed down just a little bit just to bless them a little more. And I thought, no, this isn't what Jesus would do. This all happened real quick. And so then I got up there and I, I made the right. And, and as I made the right, I slowed down and I looked at him. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and it happened real quick, and <laughs> off down he goes. I don't know. Some people are just in a hurry to go nowhere, aren't they? I've said this for years. I'd rather get there one minute later safe than have to get there in a hurry and maybe not get there at all. But I, my flesh wanted to do, say some things to him and do some things to him, but I'm teaching on this series, so I can't do that. <laughs> can't do it anyway. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. And uh, so when they when they curse you, you bless them. Is that right? Amen. And when somebody, you know, I, I think somebody can curse you with their driving. <laughs> I think they can. But you know what? With the thing, the world we live in now, and all the stuff that's going on, I, my wife tells me this, and she says it's not worth getting shot over. Right. No, it's not worth getting shot over, is it? No. Now, now somebody said, well, maybe it is. No, no, it isn't. It's not. And people will shoot you now. I know somebody got shot right up here by the Stink and Shake not too long ago, up here by Walgreens not long ago, because of road rage on Highway 30, you know. Yeah. It's not worth it, is it? No. So, so let's just remember when they, when they curse us, what do we do? We bless them. Bless them. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Now, you say, but Pastor Terry, the Bible says no one can tame the tongue. So if we can't tame the tongue... Then we're helpless. We just need to. We just got an unruly member in our body at that tongue, and we just can't. Well, it's true. No man can tame the tongue, but I tell you what, the Holy Ghost can. Yeah. I said the Holy Ghost can. And so, so the answer to that is taming the tongue is we must yield on purpose, yield our tongues to the Holy Spirit. Can you say Amen to amen. that? And here's what you do, Psalms 141, verse 3, Psalms 141, verse 3. What you do is you ask the Lord, now you've got to do this on purpose now. You ask the Lord to set, look at what the psalmist says, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth, keep watch over the door of my lips. Amen. Now you need to ask the Lord to do that. I mean, that's what you need to do. You can't tame your tongue, but the Lord can. And, and so you, on purpose, make a decision to yield your tongue to the, to the Holy Spirit. Subject or submit your tongue to the Holy Spirit. And ask Him, because remember, God's a gentleman. He won't do this unless you ask Him, but ask Him. 
Just set a guard over your mouth. Keep watch over the door of your lips. And he can let him control your tongue. <clears throat> and then the next thing what you do is, is you, 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 you fill your heart with the word of God and the blessing of the Lord. We're talking about, what are we talking about? We're talking about, we want, we want blessing to come out of our mouth all the time. Is that right? We don't want to just bless the Lord on Sunday and then curse people during the week. Is that right? So, so what you do to control your tongue, here's what you do. You ask the Lord to put a guard on your mouth, on your tongue. Okay, we just talked about that. But then the next thing, if you're taking notes, the next thing you do is you fill, you have to do this yourself. You fill your heart with the word of God and with the blessing of the Lord. Look at Luke chapter 6, verse 43. 6, verse 43. Chapter 6, verse 43, Jesus, the Lord himself said, For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor, nor do they gather grapes from thorn bushes. But a good, now watch this, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, what? The mouth speaks. speaks. So what you do is you fill your heart, your spirit, fill your spirit with the word of God and the blessing of the Lord. Amen. And you get so full of the word of God and the blessing of the Lord that, that, that you, you, it's in you in such abundance that out of that abundance of your heart, what? Your mouth will speak. You know, now, this is, the, this is the truth. If I think back, if I think back on every person that I've ever seen bless the Lord, you know, on one side and curse people on the other, you know what we're talking about now. If I think about every last one of them, without exception, every last one of them that did that, I can tell you for sure they weren't full of the word of the Lord. They didn't spend time with the Lord during the week like they should. They were born again all right. Many of them filled with the Holy Spirit. There might have been one or two. I'd question whether they were born again or not. But they'd go to church on Sunday. You know, going to church on Sunday doesn't save you. You understand that. It's, it's faith in the Lord Jesus. But y'all, you don't know, save people go to church. Is that right? But the point is, is that without exception, I've noticed that I'd say everyone. That, that has blessed the Lord on a Sunday morning and cursed, it, cursed people during the week, without exception, those people, they have not filled themselves with the word of God. They're born again, all right? They're, they're going to heaven. But they've not filled, they're baptized in the Holy Ghost, speak with tongues, some of them, but they're not full of the word of God. Now, how do I know that? Because, because when you're full of the word of God, and you've got the word of God in you in abundance. Guess what's the only thing can come out? The word of God, which is the blessing of the Lord. Can you say amen to that? Amen. So fill yourself with the word of God. Hey, let's go to the book of Psalms in just the time I've got left. I just wanted to read a couple of Psalms with you. And uh, notice Psalms 26, 12. says, my foot stands... Let's just, I just felt impressed to read a few psalms here to close this series. My foot stands in an even place. In the congregations, I will bless the Lord. So should we bless the Lord at church? Yes. 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 Absolutely.
But look at Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall what? Continually be in my mouth. So what do we learn from these two Psalms? We bless the Lord when we're in the congregation. But we also should be blessing him at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And if you get the blessing of the Lord and the praise of God continually in your mouth, then, then you don't have time to curse people. Can you say amen to that? Here's another one. Look at, look at Psalm 96, verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Not just on Sunday, not just when you're at church, but all week long. How many of you know we ought to be full-time Christians? Is that right? I remember this certain lady years ago, and uh, she, she, I supposedly got saved, but then after, uh, after several months, she, I noticed she stopped attending church. We checked up on her, and her reply was, I'm not ready to be a full-time Christian. Well, I didn't know there was any other kind of Christian, did you? We, we, I mean, full-time Christians, is that right? Full-time Christians, right? <laughs> Too many part-time. You can't be a part-time Christian. You either are one or you are. But, uh, but, but we ought to be blessing the Lord not just on Sunday, not just at church, but say, say continually. Continually. Continually all throughout the week from day to day. Verse 3, declare his glory among the nations, his wonder among all peoples. For the Lord is great, greatly to be praised. He is feared above all gods. You see, you get full of this, these songs. Read the Psalms. Get full of the Psalms, man. I tell you what, the, look at Psalm 100. They'll come out of you. They'll come out of you. Psalm 100, verse 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. See, see, we ought to, be, we ought to come into the house of God with thanksgiving in our hearts and into his courts with praise. And we ought to leave with that same praise and bless God at church, bless him during the week, and bless people at church and bless people during the week. Glory to God. Amen. Look at Psalm 103, verse 1. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. See what the psalmist is saying? Bless the Lord. Bless. You start blessing the Lord, the blessing of God will come on you. Who forgives all your iniquities. That's good news. Who heals all your diseases. Boy, we need that in this hour, don't we? Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the evil. Like, like the eagles, not the evil, the eagles. Realize the eagles. 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 That's what I meant to say. Let your root, you, the Holy Ghost want me to get hold of my tongue. So that your youth is renewed like what? The eagles. eagles. And then look at Psalm 104, verse 1. Psalm 104, verse 1. Bless the Lord. See, how did Psalm 103 start? Bless the Lord. Psalm 104. Bless the Lord. See, just be full of the blessing of the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Get so full of the blessing of God that there's nothing else can come out. Glory to God. But then look at Psalm 109, verse 28. I like this one. New Living Translation. Uh, say, yeah, pastor, but what if somebody curses me? Look at what the psalmist said. This is the Holy Ghost talking through the psalmist. He said, then let them curse me if they like, but you will bless me. That's good to know, isn't yes. it? People can chew on me, talk about me all they want, 
but I know God will bless me. When they attack me, they will be disgraced, but I, your servant, will go right on rejoicing. That's some good advice right there, isn't it? Just go right on walking in the blessing of the Lord. Don't pay any attention to those people that are talking bad about you. Just go right on in the blessing of the Lord. And, and, and God will continue to bless you if you'll continue to walk up right before Him. Now look at Psalm 134, uh, verse 1. Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. Well, we ought to be blessing God in the daytime, bless Him at noontime, and bless Him at night. Is that right? Yes. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. See, I'm seeing here that we need to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord not only in church, but bless Him everywhere at all times. And then I like, this is a good psalm to end this series on. Psalm 150, verse 1 says, praise the Lord. But would you agree praise could also be substituted? You could substitute the word bless in there, couldn't you? So I'm going to read it with bless. Bless the Lord. Bless God in His sanctuary. Bless Him in His mighty firmament. Bless him for his mighty acts. Bless him according to his excellent greatness. Bless him with the sound of the trumpet. Bless him with the lute and the harp. Bless him with the timbrel and dance. Bless him with stringed instruments and flutes. Bless him with loud cymbals. Bless him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has uh, breath bless the Lord. Bless you, the Lord. Can you say amen? things and yield your tongue to the Holy Ghost and then the blessing will come out instead of cursing and then the blessing of the Lord will rest upon you to a much 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 greater degree now we'll close Psalm 5 verse 11 with this coronavirus how many of you know that thing spiking again isn't it yeah. it is isn't it yes and uh Remember what we, we spoke to it, didn't we? Yes. Before anybody really even knew what it was. Remember? Yes. How many remember? I had, we all, we all turned and faced that way so we'd remember. How many was here that day? Yes. And, and we, we commanded it that it would die within, if it got within 10 feet of us. Amen. Is that right? Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We did that, didn't we? Yes, we did. Now, now, now do we still follow good medical guidelines? Sure we yes. do. Amen. Sure we do. Sure we do. Sure we do. And we have. But look at this. Hold on to this now. As we move on out here in the next weeks and months. Psalm 5 verse 11. Let all those that put their trust. This is in the King James. Psalm 5 11. Let all those who put their trust in thee rejoice. How many have your trust in the Lord? I do. He said let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou God defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, O Lord, will bless the righteous, bless the righteous, with favor, wilt thou encompass him as with a shield. Let's hold on to that. What do you say? We see that Job was a righteous man. He believed God. And God, you know, like Abraham believed God. God accounted it to him for righteousness. I believe it was the same thing with Job. And he believed God, trusted in the Lord. I believe it was accounted to him for righteousness. And remember, the devil even saw there was a hedge of protection around Job. How many of you remember that? Well, we're righteous through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And let's hold on. I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, let's hold on to this song as we move on out here in the next days, weeks, and months. And let's hold on to this and let's keep our trust in the Lord and know that he'll defend us. 
and that he will encompass us with his favor as with a shield, and there's, there's nothing we'll be able to penetrate that shield. Can you say amen? amen? Amen. Glory to God. In the next, it is 23, verse 25. Hold on to this one, too. Hold on to this one, too. So Exodus 23, verse 25. And ye shall serve the Lord your God. I want to serve God. How about you? Yeah. Ye shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless your bread and your water. I remember there was one day I forgot to pray over my food. One of my young assistants got all, all in a tizzy. Oh, Pastor Terry, you forgot to pray over it. I'm human just like you. Did you ever forget to pray over your food? Well, I forgot to pray one day over my food. And I, I called his attention to this. I said, look, I serve the Lord my God. I serve Almighty God. I serve the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because I do, he blesses. Now, we ought to, how many of you know we ought to pray over our food, shouldn't we? Yes. We ought to pray over our food. Yes, indeed, we ought to pray over our food. Jesus prayed over his food, didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he? We see, that, we see that he prayed over, he certainly did. He blessed at the Last Supper. He blessed the bread, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. And he blessed, he blessed, he blessed the, the bread. Remember before he, he, he fed the multitudes, didn't he, didn't he, didn't, didn't he bless the bread, didn't he, and the fish, didn't he, didn't he, didn't he? Yeah. And, then, and then he gave it to his disciples, and then they gave it to the multitudes, and they all ate, were filled, and there was baskets full of leftovers. Is that right? Yeah. I want to tell you by the Spirit of God, you need to stay real hooked to your local church in, in the days and weeks and months ahead. You need to stay real closely hooked to, to your church and to your local pastor uh, because you say, how many of you know you don't need God, you don't need uh, your pastor to hear from God for you, do you? You don't need your pastor to hear from God for you. You can hear from God for yourself. Is that right? If you're born again, you got the Holy Ghost in you. And so you don't need your pastor to hear from God for you. You can hear from God for yourself. But I'm telling you by the Spirit of God, and especially in these next weeks and, 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 and months ahead, you need to stay real closely hooked to whoever your local church is, to whoever your pastor is. Because there's some things that you're going to need to know that you're only going to be able to get through your pastor. There's some things you're going to need to know that you're only going to be able to get through your pastor. I said there's going to be some things that you're going to need to know that you're only going to be able to get through your pastor. Because you see Jesus, he blessed the loaves and the fish. Then he gave them to his disciples. And then the disciples gave them to the people. And then the people ate were filled. You see, they didn't get it. They didn't get the food right from Jesus, did they? They got the food. It came from Jesus, but it went through the disciples and then it went to the people. There's some things that you're only going to get through your pastor. Now, you can hear from God on your own. You don't need your pastor to hear from God. But I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, there's some things that you're only going to get through your pastor. So you need to stay. You need to know who your pastor is, first of all. And then you need, and you, and you don't pick your pastor. You let God pick your pastor. And then you stay hooked with him until God tells you otherwise. And whether he's preaching things you like or preaching things you don't, you just stay hooked there. Because there's some things you're only going to get through your pastor. And I tell you what, you stay hooked to your pastor. And God will flow things through him into you. And you'll eat and you'll be filled. Can you say amen? Glory amen. to God. Praise amen. God forevermore. And that's the Holy Ghost. That's what he wanted me to get out there. But I told my young assistant, I said, I serve Almighty God. And I said, he blesses my bread and my water. Not normally I pray over my food. You should too. How many of you learned in this series that there's more to the blessing of the Lord than just praying over your food? Is that right? That's just one, one part of it. 
But I told him, I said, oh, look, I serve Almighty God, and so I forgot. Well, I forgot. But the Bible says in Exodus 23, 25, serve the Lord your God, and he'll bless your bread and your water. Amen. See, I forgot to pray over it, but I still have the blessing on it. Why? Because God blessed it himself. Why? Because I'm serving him. Same thing is true for you. You serve the Lord your God, he'll bless your bread and your water, and he will what? He will take sickness Away from your midst. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Oh, God. Let's hang on to that one. What yes. do you say? Yes. Did you get anything out of this series? Yes. Praise yes. God forevermore. Well, stand with me if you would. Let's just raise your hands to the Lord. Now close. Remember the Lord said to close with this priestly blessing during this series. So we'll conclude the series. Did we read this morning where the Bible said, lift your hands in the sanctuary? You see that in the Old Testament and in the New, don't you? So the, so, so, so the Lord said to close there to, during this series to bless people with the priestly blessing. And then and, and after this, now, now then we won't close up with this. But I did what the Lord said to do. Are you ready? Now receive this. Now receive it. Receive it. And walk in. May the Lord bless you. And keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And give you peace. In Jesus name. Amen. Now receive it. Go in the peace of God. We'll see you Wednesday night, Bible study online. Diane, Friday online. We'll see you here next Sunday with something else to talk about. You're dismissed. God bless you.